Well, since Colorado left, there's been no news. There's been, there's been nothing. Well, we got another statement, of course. Yay. You are Locked On Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back by popular demand. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Locked On Pac-12 here on a Saturday. I'm your host, Benson McLaughlin. Thank you so much for making this your first listen or your first view of the day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and your number one source to stay up to date with our Colorado and media rights free and, I think, still beloved Conference of Champions. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review. Please and thank you wherever you listen to or watch this show. It's been busy over here, and I asked all of you, hey, would you like a show on Saturday if there's no news on Friday? So here I am recording a show late on Friday afternoon. There's been no news. There have been meetings. There have been conferences. There have been gatherings of the Pac-12 CEO board group, athletic directors, and the like. it's, It's been reported. Those meetings took place. What do we have? We have a statement. From Oregon State. Oh, goodness gracious. So, talk about that. Whether or not other conferences besides the Big 12 or Big 10 could get into the mix. <clears throat> ACC. I've just heard some rumblings that I think you'd be interested in hearing. And Arizona, which is the school everyone's kind of waiting on at this point in time. So, let's start with the only thing that we've gotten. The only thing we've ever gotten. And frankly, what it feels like we're always destined to get. We have a statement from Oregon State University President Murphy and Director of Athletics Barnes. From the President, Oregon State University joins with other Pac-12 members in reaffirming our commitment to the long-term strength and vitality of the conference. Good vocab word there, vitality. We are united by our shared values, our passion for the highest level of intercollegiate athletic competition, our leadership roles as Tier 1 research universities, and our support for student-athletes' academic and athletic excellence. It's a small thing, but maybe put athletic before academic? I don't know. But it's the Pac-12. What do you expect? From the athletic director, Mr. Barnes, Oregon State Athletics trusts that the Pac-12 will secure a media rights deal. You and nobody else there, pal, that will strongly benefit the institutions that are remaining loyal to this conference. All of us at Oregon State will continue to work hard and diligently to continue the long-term membership and success of our athletic department at a national level. Well, that would be great. I mean, if, if, if that came to fruition, that would be awesome. That would be my preferred outcome, is the conference somehow, some way snatches victory from the jaws of defeat and cobbles together a media deal. They weren't able to do that with 10 teams, but maybe somehow they'd be able to do it with nine and one G5. Now, the jokes that Pac-12 fans want me to make have something to do with the fact that whatever G5 team you would add this year is better than Colorado last year. True though it may be, the perception is what really matters here because the perception of the league could not be worse We've talked about it extensively here on the show. Perception matters in college sports a whole heck of a lot, a lot more than it does at the professional ranks. And the perception of the league is very weak right now. However, this is the only news that has come about today. 
subject to change on what feels like an hour by hour basis, but there's been nothing. There's been no reporting. There has been no indicating. There has been no actual tangible movement one way or another. So for the time being, George Klyovkov is doing what I said on yesterday's show he needed to do, prevent further defections. Well, we're 24 hours into it. I'm not saying he is 100% locked and going to keep it that way forever. I'm saying that there looked like a possibility in which Arizona or somebody else could make a move today. That didn't happen. That, 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 that did not happen as I record this show. So that's something. I don't know that you can qualify it as good news, but it isn't bad news. There are worse headlines that could be running around, which would be any headlines, frankly. There are worse headlines than, oh my gosh, we have another statement that is not going to amount to anything. And it comes from a school that does not appear to be in the most well-positioned place amidst conference realignment, that being Oregon State. Remember, when comments were first coming out from presidents and ADs back in, I don't know, I think it was, I think I was like eight years old when that happened. Anyway, uh, it was February and March. Two of the first schools to come out and put something on the record about the confidence in the Pac-12 and securing a deal and whatnot, Washington State and Oregon State. Who stands to lose the most should the Pac implode and conferences are now coming to, you know, snatch up teams at whatever rate they can get and, you know, get everybody available? Yeah, that'd be Washington State and Oregon State. So I think that's a twofold reason as to why I don't put a lot of weight behind the statement. But if you told me on Thursday night, Hey, the only thing you're going to hear on Friday is a statement from Oregon State after the Pac-12 CEO board meeting as they look at expansion and media rights and grant of rights and yada yada and the same stuff that we have been doing for, you know, I don't I literally don't even know how long at this point in time. I think we're coming up on 7 months. Yeah, that sounds about right. We're almost to August. So I I just I don't put a lot of weight behind that. But could it be worse? Sure, it could be worse. Could it be a lot better? Yes. Like I said on yesterday's show, we can't be about words anymore. We're about that action, boss. That's that. That's what we need. We don't need words. We don't need statements. We need actions. Things have got to get done. And I don't know what the Big 12's timeline is here because I saw a piece that indicated they were looking for an answer from Colorado by August 1st. Well, if so... That means that the pressure on anybody else to go would potentially be August 1st. But maybe not, because maybe the Big 12 had been talking the most with Colorado and their discussions with other schools and programs had been overblown over the last several months. And so as a result, they are not as far along in said discussions with programs like Arizona or ASU or Utah or Oregon or whoever, Washington or whoever else they they deem to be an interesting school to set in their sights in this conference realignment saga, but are they still thinking about August 1st? I I wouldn't be. If I'm Brett Yormark, I would be calling Oregon. That would be my top option. That's where I would be calling right now because they're an athletics-driven university. I think much more than academics compared to the rest of the pack. And if you offer them security and money in your conference and it's interesting. I'm just saying. Talked about that on uh, a past show of, of Locked on Ducks if you want to check that out uh, to hear more about it and why I think there's potentially some aligned interests and visions there. But I think that if I'm Brett Yormark, I'm not putting a timeline on this. At least not until the season starts. 
But even then, are you in a rush to add somebody? Now, there may be deadlines that exist within the bylaws of the conference that I am not privy to because I'm not the commissioner of the conference, nor have I ever interviewed for the position and thus been uh, needing to make or been needing to make myself aware of every single tiny little detail and such. But you could put pressure on them and come up with a deadline and say, hey, you have to find out before the season. Or we need to know what you're doing before the season, Arizona. We need to know what you're doing before the season, Oregon. We need to know what you're doing before the season, Arizona State, Utah, Washington, whoever they're going to be talking to there. But they're looking to add one to three more schools. And at the very least, they can't have had the same level of conversations with Colorado as they as they have had if they've had any conversations with schools not named Colorado. Because Colorado's gotten to the point where they have moved. They have made the jump. Nobody else has done that at this point in time. So that means all those other conversations are in their earlier stages. So maybe he's trying to get the ball rolling there. He's trying to establish new relationships and give people an idea of what the vision actually is there. The Big 12 still wants to make another move. I think that much is pretty clear. I think they should. I think they have to. You can't sit in an odd number of teams. That just makes things really, really difficult as a conference. But could the Big 12 be the only conference we're hearing about right now? The only motors company you need to hear about right now is eBay Motors. Because for a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. No different. Every part needs to fit just right. Like in Tetris and conference realignment. Tetris, conference realignment, and eBay Motors. They all have the same thing in common. Got to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. The Big 12 confident. The Pac-12, I don't know if they should be quite as confident right now. Confidence is the name of the game. A con, by the way, short for confidence. That's what it's all about. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay. All right, so the Big 12 has to add at least one more school. My theory, and I don't think it's even like my theory alone. I think it's just kind of the lay of the land. So let me backtrack that a little bit because that's a little bit too self-centered and I don't need to be that kind of guy. So my thought on what the Big 12 is going to do is they're going to go continue to try to poach Pac-12 schools. The wolf pack of this conference that is now nine teams and nine schools. The herd is getting thinned out. Sometimes you got to strike while the iron's hot. Iron looks pretty hot right now. So if you're Brett Yormark, heck, how are you not going over there to do that? But if it doesn't happen, I think their top G5 option to pair with Colorado would be UConn. It would get them another Eastern school. They're a big basketball school. Their football program's on the rise, but they don't really need that given the football brands that they have and they love their basketball. UConn, reigning national champions in men's basketball. So 
that would make a lot of sense to me as being their top G5 option. But of course you go for power five schools before you go for G5. Duh. If that option is available to you, not available to everybody, but it's clearly available to the big 12. And that is where they're going to be thinking right now. And it's where they should be thinking if they're a conference. It's it, it, it's survival of the fittest out there. It's the Hunger Games is honestly what it is. You know the other people. Brett Yormark and George Klyovkov know each other. I'm sure they've had conversations before. I know they've had conversations before. They've said as much. All these commissioners, they know each other. But then at the end of the day, you may see someone when you disperse out to go play the Hunger Games. Right at the beginning, you may have gotten to know them in the lead up to it and such. But then there comes a moment where you got your bow and arrow lined up and then you see that person and you're like, sorry, man, I got to do it. You let it fly. He's already let one arrow fly. You think he's going to stop? You got to you gotta call of duty that stuff. You got to go kill confirmed. You got to get over there and snatch dog tags. Okay, I'll stop with the analogies for now. But I think that the Big 12 is looking at an Arizona, in Oregon, Utah has been pretty staunchly anti, uh, you know, going to the Big 12. I don't know that they would be a target there. I don't know what Arizona State is. I'm not privy. I, I, I'm not aware, I guess I should say, of all the, the legal ties potentially between Arizona and Arizona State. Would they have to be a package deal? Does Oregon have any ties to Oregon State or Washington? No, no. Seems like if schools really want to make stuff happen, they could, but... The Big 12 is not done, and the Pac-12 has to try and prepare for that. And I mean, so far, I, I mean, since Colorado left, you'd have to say, so far, so good, right? You, you, you'd have to say, hey, nobody's left yet. That could change by Monday. That could change by the time you're listening to or watching the show. This stuff feels subject to change. On a, I, I am not someone, ironically enough, for someone in my position. I actively try to not be on Twitter a lot. I, I really do. I, I think that there are real downsides to that. I don't want to get sucked into it. I like putting my phone away, not touching it for a while. I can't do that right now. I, I cannot do that because I don't know when that news is going to break. I don't know when it's coming out. I don't know when they're going to announce a deal, if they're going to announce a deal, if someone's going to move. But a question uh, that came in, you can always ask them. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do a show on Monday Part of the reason I'm doing a show today, if I'll start a lot of shows in the last, I think this is like my fifth show in the last in the last three days. Uh, content is flowing right now, and you guys are obviously enjoying it. And you all also voted on, or some of you did, at least on Twitter, when I said, would you want a show tomorrow if there's no news? Most of you said yes, so I am nothing but a humble servant and a man of the people. So... Where was I going with that particular train of thought? Sometimes it is hard to know. Sometimes it's it's hard to entirely follow. But we know that we're waiting for those dominoes to fall and trying to stay in touch. And look, if something big happens, I'll try and hop on and have an emergency podcast. But I got a golf tournament to play in with my brother and a couple friends on Saturday. And I'm going to Disneyland on Sunday. I can tell you one thing. I can record a show after a round of golf. I am not leaving Disneyland to record a show. Not even for all of you who I appreciate. You'll just have to wait a little longer for for my take if something drops over the weekend here. But the Big 12, uh, you know, I've gotten questions from from some of you about, hey, you know, what about this stuff? 
with with the ACC? What what about other conferences? Could anybody be making it? What about Big Ten? So the other conferences don't appear anxious to make a move. Now, there have been rumblings, and I, I have heard from somebody that, that I trust that the ACC and, and the PAC have talked not about a merger. An ACC-PAC-12 merger, the logistics are too difficult, but if, if the PAC is able to stay together, don't be surprised if they suddenly are playing marquee football games year in and year out in the non-conference slate against the ACC, which I think would be great. I think it'd be outstanding. I think it is something I, I've talked about it before here on the show. If the pack can stay together, they should go to the ACC and say, Hey, we need to put a big time matchup in each of the three non-conference weeks leading up to uh, the beginning of conference play. And maybe for the pack that involves going to an eight game conference schedule and late in the year, rather than playing uh, a cupcake, the ACC plays a Pac-12 school and the Pac-12 school, rather than playing conference game, plays the ACC. I don't know. I'm just spitballing these sorts of ideas. But the point is that you have to make the best television product possible. And guess what? There are a lot of fun matchups. And someone pointed this out to me as well. A lot of great uniform matchups on the West Coast versus the East Coast. You could have some great uniform matchups but I mean just off the top of my head Oregon against Miami big brands Mario left Miami or left Oregon for Miami yeah that's gonna that's that's gonna draw some eyeballs how about uh, you know just if to put in the context of this year how about Michael Penix against Drake May two of the top three or four quarterbacks in the eyes of the NFL uh scouting community going up and going at it screams a shootout and wild entertainment What's not fun about that? Utah against, I mean, you know, put anybody up there. Like, there are just a lot of fun and ways you go about that. But I don't suspect, you know, there have just been these little kind of noises here and there. It's, it's not, as I understand it, anything serious on, you know, the ACC expanding or the ACC coming out. But what I would watch for with the ACC is if the Big 12 is successful in getting three more Pac-12 schools. Let's say they go Arizona, Arizona State, and then either Utah or Oregon. If the rest of the league decides we can't hold it together, we need to find a new home, then I would watch for the ACC. Then I wonder if they would come in and amend their deal that's locked in through 2036. Not sure what kind of, excuse me, what kind of clauses they have in there for adding schools and all that sort of stuff, but then I would watch for the ACC to pick up a West Coast pod because then you'd have schools hanging out there. ACC, by the way, good academic conference, very much fits with the pack. Like if you told me right now the pack implodes and the Big 12 takes the rest of the four corners, Arizona State, Arizona, and Utah, if they were to all jump over to the big, this is just a hypothetical, if they were to all jump over there and you told me the ACC goes out West, and takes those four or six schools, I hope it would be six. I would seriously hate for Oregon State and Washington State get left behind, but if they took those four or six schools, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. Stanford and Cal aligning with Duke? North Carolina? Yeah, that fits. That tracks. They would go for it. By the way, Notre Dame's got ties to the ACC, right? Same sort of vibe. Same sort of vibe at Stanford and Cal. So, I don't think there'd be an obstacle there. Whereas if you told me Stanford and Cal are the Big 12, no. 
cannot see it. Washington, maybe, but I would lean towards probably not. But the ACC, yeah. So I think it's interesting. But a merger doesn't appear imminent. Logistically, I have heard before that you know they've kind of gone down that road, but decided hey, the challenges are too great and the, the conferences are so far away. I mean, like every road game, that you that isn't against you know the immediate West Coast pod, so it depend on what the you know conference merger actually looked like. But like that's a lot of cross country tip, co- cross country trips, cross country trips, cross country trips, cross country trips. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm so grateful you guys put up with me. I'm such a dork. It'd be a lot of cross country trips. But it's still getting me. It's still getting me. So, but it would be a challenge. But a scheduling partnership I've talked about before could make a lot of sense. But that's, again, contingent upon the pack getting a media deal. That has to get done. And if you don't get it done, guess what? I suspect more schools will leave. And can you survive that? My guess is probably not. Could they survive one more? Technically, maybe. But boy, you just feel like it was a ticking time bomb at that point if somebody else were were to leave. So, and that's probably the most optimistic view you can you can give on it. But again, you have to you have to play this stuff out. I've been I've been saying this a number of times because I see more YouTube comments and people who come in my mentions on Twitter than I can count who say, "Well, you know, this is all going to happen and they're going to go here." I'm like, "Where does everybody else go?" Well, you know, they're going to take Arizona and then they're going to. Uh, and then Oregon and Washington are going to go to the Big Ten. So Utah, Stanford, Cal, Arizona State, Oregon State, Washington State. What what happens with them? Where do they go? Do they just not get to play football? They're going to get left behind. I don't know. See, that's why you got to play this stuff out. And you know the prediction game is is pretty pretty tough. But ACC wouldn't expect to move there. SEC and the Big Ten they don't need. I was talking about this with a friend just the other day. They have no need to make a move. Some people are like, oh, they need to go pick up. No, no. They don't need to do anything. They have the most lucrative media rights contracts, and it is not close. There is not a close third. Everyone's fighting for a bronze medal, but that feels, uh, you know, too generous of a title. Like, what's after... You're, you're fighting for all podium honorable mention at this point. Like, that's what you're going for in terms of a meteorized contract, whether you're the Big 12, the ACC, or the PAC. You're going for the honorable mention. You're not, you're not getting a first or second teamer up there. And you're a ways behind. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that the SEC or Big 10 would just suddenly get involved. Like, they've made their moves. They've made their moves. And they are power moves and they don't need to make anything else. The ACC might need to make a move to keep up one day. I could see that. The Big 12 has to add at least one more team because they're sitting at 13 right now. I absolutely see that happening. It's just a question of who and when, not if. But the SEC and the Big 10, they've made their moves. They're good with it. They're rich. They've got the money. They've got all that sort of stuff. So one of the schools everybody's watching here uh, to wrap up this bonus episode of today's show Again, we'll you know I'll just kind of see what happens and whether or not I'll, I'll be able to get your show on Monday, but but you're getting a show on Saturday and that's abnormal. So and there have been bonus shows the last couple of days. So can't say I'm shorting you on content. We'll just have to wait and see what the news is. But maybe the weekend goes quietly. 
But the question here is, why is Arizona waiting? Arizona could go to the Big 12 at any time they want, which again underscores a point I have made 578 times, but I'm going to make for a 579th. These schools do not want to go to the Big 12. Colorado did not want to go to the Big 12, or they would have left in March, or April, or May, or June. They wanted to be in the pack. But eventually, the situation got so dire that they said, hmm, We're not liking the uncertainty here. We need stability. We need security. We're trying to build something here from ground zero with Deion Sanders, and we need to know what's going to happen. And we can't do that in the pack because you still don't know. We're going over there. But Arizona's willing to wait. Even after Colorado left, Robert Robbins gave a quote, and he said, look, we're still waiting for the media deal. That's what it's always been. But the question is why? And the reason that I think they're willing to wait is that at this point in time, the Big 12 hasn't put pressure on them and they don't feel any inside pressure. You know, Jed Fish talked about it on a podcast not long ago that he tells recruits, we're going to have a place to play no matter what. He's right. They would be welcomed with open arms into the Big 12 and the Pac-12 is actively, as we speak, lobbying them to not jump ship and to not go over to the Big 12. That that is the reality for Arizona because they're a great basketball school and the Big 12 loves basketball and they're in the Western time zone. And they're, you know, they, as uh, I think it was Robert Robbins said, quote, you know, we can drive to Lubbock. We're not that far away, driving distance and all that sort of stuff. So Arizona is more willing to be patient than Colorado, I think because of the situation surrounding the football program. They're just looking for the best situation, but Colorado needed to be sure. Colorado had to be sure because if they're going to build something under Dion, they can't risk the visibility component, they can't risk the financial component, and they felt you know, they were probably getting some pressure from the Big 12, people were getting antsy, and we've been talking about this stuff for so, so long. I get that. But Arizona... Their rebuild is much further along. They, they know what they're capable of being in the pack or in the Big 12, which is, you know, probably a middling program that every now and then can pop up and be a conference contender. I think they could do that in the pack because I've seen them do it before. And I think they could do it in the Big 12 because the Big 12 doesn't have as many good teams up at the top as the pack does. The pack does, does not have maybe the depth down towards the bottom right now, but the Big 12 up at the top, it doesn't have an Oregon-Utah-Washington trio. I mean, it's, you know, TCU, Oklahoma State, what, Kansas State? Those programs for the last five years combined not as strong as Oregon-Washington-Utah. So I think that for Arizona, they don't need to be in a hurry. And if the Big 12 forces their hand, my guess would be they jump because the Pac-12 would have to have gotten a media deal together. And who's counting on that? Not me, not I. As I have said many times, you can keep putting that football down, Lucy, but my name's Charlie Brown, and I'm not going to kick it. I'm going to wait until you leave, and I can put a robotic holder there. I had one of those when I was in middle school, by the way. Fun fact about me, my football career uh, was short-lived, three years in middle school, but I was a pretty good kicker legitimately I was I was and it was worth two points so it was really valuable like my uh seventh grade season I was or six yes no seventh grade season I was the second leading scorer on our team 
behind the running back because it was worth two points and we scored a lot of touchdowns. So I'm, I'm just looking at this and saying, if I'm Arizona, I feel confident about what I can have in either conference. So why not stick with their approach, which has been, yeah, we'll wait and see what the offer is. We'll wait and see if they actually get it together. Colorado wasn't willing to wait a little bit longer. Eh, I understand it, but we know what we have. We know what we can do. We know what we can be. And we're just going to wait and see which offer is best and then assess from there. So that's why I suspect that Arizona is waiting. But if I'm the Pac-12, I don't know how much longer they'd wait. Appreciate everyone listening. I'll see you next time. Have a great rest of your weekend. And until next time, whenever and wherever that may be, hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.